is Young Gun, a podcast about Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. I'm Demetri Ravanis, a Bama grad. She is Lauren Brownlow, the biggest Panthers fan I know. And we are talking about the team with a microscope on the new franchise quarterback. And Lauren, we get to do it with a smile on our faces for the first time since the regular season began. I mean, listen, they, it was a journey, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was. That's, I mean, not trying to sound ungrateful here, not lest I be considered ungrateful. However, at nearly every turn where it seemed like the Panthers could take control fully of the game or get in the lead yeah. for some of it at all, you're sitting here like, okay, now this will work out, right? Like this has to work out. Then all of a sudden they make it 10 times more difficult than it has to be <laughs> over and over and over again. And so by the end of that game, basically people were like, you okay? Cause yeah. I've been going through it. I was going through it. And, uh, all I could think of it is Halloween after all. Sure. And this is my favorite horror movie of all time. And I think the best Texas chainsaw massacre mm -hmm. at the end when this girl, the final girl, right? right. So that's, you know, horror trope, but she was, She's in the car in the back of this pickup truck, finally managing to escape against all odds. And she's just covered in blood and laughing maniacally. That was literally me by so, the end of that game. So I do need to ask just to make sure uh, everybody watching on Origin Sports or watching on YouTube uh, in the appropriate time frame can see you are wearing black lipstick. Well, yeah, you have what have been throughout October, your standard slasher earrings. Yes. On, is this purely for Halloween or is this a bit of emo Lauren working through it? I mean, a little of A and B, okay. uh, probably. Although I will say I just love horror movies any time sure. of year. And so that's it. Halloween gives me an excuse to kind of lean, <laughs> lean into lean into the dark side. Wait, wait, not your dark side, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean. I'm so sorry. So oh, my gosh. I heard myself say it was like Lauren. Supposed to be best friends. <laughs> I'm just saying that dark side. Yes, not, I, not I got the you. Star Wars one. Just I got you. You know what? I'm gonna play so much my chemical romance under you every time you speak during this episode. That will. <laughs> All right, it's Let's... fine. It's deserved. I... <laughs> Give me some evanescence at least or something. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, go right to our question. You know what? You lead the episode. So just hurt my feelings. I'm like so that. sorry. Was Bryce Young too short this week? No. No. Well, he, he got one ball batted, but then it ended up being on a play that didn't he count. Got, wait a minute. He got how many balls batted? Just one. And CJ Stroud had how many balls? Uh, more than one. That's right. More than one for that big tall boy. <laughs> what happened there? I thought that was only for short people. Four balls batted at the line of scrimmage. Our friend Josh Graham had a had a That's great Baker Mayfield esque. It it was. He had a great tweet, and it was what you said to me, and it was dead on. Like it is hard to imagine what Panthers Twitter's yes. reaction would be yes. if Bryce Young had that many balls batted down at the line of scrimmage, particularly that segment of Panthers or, Twitter that yeah. still pines for CJ. Stratton. Or if he'd played it the way he did, which was like fine. Yeah. It wasn't horrible no. or anything, but it wasn't like I was expecting to be blown away by this completely special rookie that's worlds better than Bryce Young. And it turns out that, oh, people in football still have lazy discourse and they don't bother <laughs> right. to like actually watch, I guess. Or maybe, may, uh, to be fair, I haven't watched Houston, sure. so I don't know. So that's partly why this myth had been built up before me of this dude that's like killing it. And I'm looking around and I'm like, man, how much time he has to throw the football like that must be nice i wonder if bryce watches that and goes oh and he gets jealous a little bit well listen we are going to circle back on the lazy rookie quarterback discourse a little bit later on yes. in the episode but you know cj stroud had a play for um 
for Texas for the Texans only touchdown of the game, which was a heads up play. He mm-hmm. went where he could fit and he scored uh, a touchdown basically underneath his right guard. I saw that and thought, man, if Bryce did that in a game, that would be a GIF forever amongst a certain segment of Panthers fans just scampering under like a little mouse. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, I know. And and also like against a winless team. Yep. For like imagine if the Panthers played another winless team and Bryce played kind of pedestrian like people would be roasting him. Yep. And I get it. Like I understand, but yeah, he Look, the defense played well, too, which was nice because that hadn't always been the case the last couple weeks. They're clearly getting healthier, and that's really good to see. I I want to go to the play before that here in just a second. Before that Texans touchdown, I do have to tell you about our friends at Graffiti. They are the perfect place to watch football Sunday nights, Monday nights, Thursday nights, whenever you want to watch uh, pro football. 158 East Cedar Street in downtown Cary. They've got 19 TVs, and if you are watching football with them on Sundays, chance to win weekly prizes. Great specials on beer as well as bourbon pours. Blanton's at $10, Eagle Rare and Angel's Envy at $9, McKenna 10-year, Heaven Hill 7-year, and Buffalo Trace at $8. They had a hell of a Halloween party this past weekend. There's always something cool happening at Graffiti. The winners from Star Trek were, I think they were the winners, either that (laughs) or they placed. I was like, man, that guy looks exactly like uh, the man whose name I can't remember. Uh, Picard? It was Picard and Rikard, right? But uh, the Picard guy, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's always a good time at Graffiti. Check them out if you've not already done so for a football Sunday. Uh, all right, Lauren, let's talk about your sweet, sweet Frankie Louvu. We donate, we donate, we devote mm-hmm. so much time uh, to my beautiful boy, Bryce. Frankie Louvu not Love only him had so himself much. a day, he had himself a day in front of his mom. It was the first time she, I, I, I don't know if it was this year or ever. No, was, they said ever? first time ever, at least since he's been in the NFL. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay. I'm good. 12 tackles, three for loss, including a sack. I I mean, he just had. So here's why I want to say here's why I said I wanted to go back to the play before the Texans touchdown, because he single handedly, I think, was the force that stopped. Yes. That touchdown and watching this team all season. All you could think was, oh, well, of course, they're just going to get it on fourth down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so used to that. But it's still like he just he goes so hard all the of time. Course. Like all the time. His motor is turned up to a hundred. He's been banged up the last couple of weeks and you haven't seen him make as much of an impact. I think the defense has suffered as a result of that, to be yeah. honest. And now that he's clearly back to health or at least as close to that as you can get during an NFL season. It's so good to see. Uh, I love him. I love him so much. He's adorable. And, and he played I mean in that this like game. In a, as a compliment, not like as a he's not scary. Or- yeah, <laughs> he played in this game like a, a way we don't see. I think defenders play and this is modern football. This is not a comment on the Panthers. This is not a comment yeah. on Frankie Louvu. The majority, the overwhelming majority of his tackles were solo tackles in the yeah. open field. Like no, you just you're don't right. see that that often. No, anymore. you're right. Yeah. And he just was like, it was like he was everywhere. It's like every time a play was made, it was like, oh, Frankie Louvu. It's yep. like, that's awesome. I, I was so excited. To can see we that. can we talk about the bridge between our two favorite players uh in this game? Uh okay. Louvu was awarded a game ball by Frank Wright. Oh, okay. I did see this because initially when the game balls came out after the game, 
to have Frankie not have one, I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like, I don't care who has to not get one at that point. Like, I get why Eddie Pinheiro got one, mm-hmm. even though he missed the extra point. I'll I'll forgive him a little bit. He had some funny comments after the game. Yeah. He, he's back in my good graces for now. But don't don't go all Graham Gano on me in the future, sir. Okay. Thank you. Thomas Brown got one uh, yeah. as his first game as a play caller. And then what came out and on of course Twitter Bryce got one. Like, was that yeah. Bryce got one. And look, I will tell you, he was not one of the three best players for the Panthers in this game, but I understand why you give your rookie quarterback leading his first game winning drive sure. a game ball. Yes. Turns out Frank Reich is not the one that gave him that game ball. Yeah. It came from Frankie Louvu. That was like, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, how is he real? Yeah. How is he a real person? I love him (laughs) so much. Chuba could have used one as well. Just FYI. But look, I mean, it's a game ball. It's not not like, you know, the MVP of the NFL. Like, it's fine. But still. But it is a tip of the hat. It's Uh, very nice. Yeah, for sure. Hey, if you are watching us tonight on Origin Sports, we certainly appreciate it. It is a fun partnership we have. And by the way, uh, totally my fault we were not on Origin last week. Um, Technically, I need to get better at this podcast. But if you are... You're you're trying. I do my best. I know. If if you are listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform or watching on YouTube, please make some time to join us next Tuesday on Origin Sports where we air at 7 p.m. Uh, Lauren, something caught my attention in this game that probably did not catch yours. I I genuinely wonder if we had some sort of record going on in this game because probably not. across these two rosters, we had eight former Bama players and a former Bama player as a head coach. I... I mean, maybe the head coach part as well would, yeah. would like, you know, that's tip certainly, it over that's certainly a little the bit. oddity of it all. However, I actually don't. I bet you that's not a record of combined. Okay. I, I mean, that's just, I mean, everywhere you look around. Sure. Right. Especially in Georgia lately, too. It's like every everyone's from Georgia and Alabama. So, I mean, I would imagine that there's probably been more, but maybe not with a head coach as well. Right. Uh, for the Panthers, it is Bryce Young, Bradley Bozeman, Deontay Brown, and LeBrian Ray. Uh, Deontay Brown on the practice squad, but technically on the roster. Texans uh, had Will Anderson, Henry Toto, John Mechie, uh, Christian Harris, and then, of course, their head coach is D'Amico Ryans. They took a picture after the game, and I thought that this was interesting. Bradley Bozeman was not in the picture. Uh, Deontay Brown was not in the picture. Deontay Brown obviously was not dressed, so he was not in the picture. Mm. Bradley Bozeman considerably older than those other guys, so he's not sort of the same group. D'Amico Ryans, I think it probably would have been inappropriate for a head coach uh, to jump into that picture, but also considerably older, which, like, Robert Smith and, uh, forgive me, who's called? Oh, Brandon Gordon. I texted Lauren this. I yes. know this didn't bother anybody else, but like we did have football before Nick Saban got there. It wasn't always great at times. A lot of times it was. I was going to say, are you sure you want people to remember that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. D'Amico Ryans did not play for Nick Saban. And There's only been Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. That's true. Uh, or if you're, if you're around my age, like you can, you can appreciate Gene Stallings, but only those three. Okay. Um, yeah, like multiple times, Robert Smith was talking about what D'Amico Ryan's learned from Nick Saban, and oh. the answer is nothing. Yeah, I was. I, I, I will say, even before you text me, I was kind of like, I don't know, he played a while yeah. ago. No, and see, this is <laughs> this is why it stands out because yeah. D'Amico Ryan's got drafted in one of those years where you look at from what schools, and you're like, Alabama only had one dude drafted. That's <laughs> crazy. Imagine that. Yeah. 
hard to believe. Uh, Will Anderson, by the way, uh, much like me, too much Bama in him, still helping out his quarterback oh, when necessary. Was so nice with a timely offsides well, play. Didn't he sacked him once, right? He did, and I was like, sir. <laughs> uh, didn't he didn't he sack him twice and one got called back because of someone else being offsides? Uh, that sounds right. I, I want to say it, this was what I was stood like, out to me. Alone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is what stood out to me in a a season where we have talked a lot about discipline getting in the Panthers way, particularly yeah. uh, for those that are not listed regularly. Lauren Brownlow harping on discipline on the special teams. A the special teams was excellent. Yeah, week. after the first play, which almost made me throw my remote yeah. into the sun <laughs> uh, with the holding call yeah. on the first, the first the kickoff. Yeah. Like, on the, seriously, you are winless. <laughs> you are coming. I'm trying to remember. They probably wasn't last week, right? It was. It was week. last yeah, week. Yeah. I thought so. I was like, wait, it was, right? Yeah. They're coming off a bye. Right. And the first play you do that and back your offense up to the 10, I'm sitting here like, you are testing me today. Y'all are going to test me all. And Lord knows they did. They said, oh man, they tested you for the first, like, (laughs) first quarter and a half, really. They couldn't get outside of like, well, I guess we're starting at our own five again. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as much optimism as people have around CJ Stroud, as often as Damian Pierce. He has Pierce, some nice weapons, for he, sure. He does. And Damian and an Pierce was that, like, breaking off some big runs. Yeah. for And uh, they, they had a dude named Tank who yes. weighs 165 pounds <laughs> and is not a punter, which is something I don't think I've ever seen in the end. Like, uh, maybe a DB. Yeah. But, like, to get hit, like, to have being hit as you're, like, part of your job. Yeah. And be that. So I'm, like, I was just in awe. Wasn't, I'm, like, uh, what? Wasn't Darren Sproles that kind of small? I don't think he was like that light, though. Oh, that's true. 165? Yeah. That's really light. Uh, this he, by the way, that tank, uh, tank Dell. Um, tank Dell. I did enjoy the name and the aesthetics of it all. Also, like there, there is a but little But I was also bit... like, please don't let this tiny man run all over you. Are you serious right now? You yeah. all are 200 and something pounds. There is a little <laughs> bit of a like, oh, you adorable little fella thing to yes. his story because he's from Houston. Right. He exactly. went to the University of Houston and, and he was drafted him, by the Texans. At least in the first half, they're using him in interesting ways. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, yeah. It is, it's interesting. It is almost the way that Ryan Leaf talked about the Panthers should use LaVisca Chenault. Mm. Um, And we'll get into that a little bit more. But I did want to point out, as much as we get frustrated about the penalties with Carolina, the discrepancy was insane in this game. 10 for 70 yards on the Texans versus 3 for 20 on the Panthers. God, only 3? I feel like I remember all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, one of them was a hold, I feel like, that wiped out something great. And I'm like, Really with this. And so, yeah, but no, that's a really big improvement, obviously, especially when you get one on the on the opening kickoff to only end up with three and for them to have 10 for 70. Like I was just I was just relieved to see other teams being the ones to screw up and prolong our drives instead of vice versa. You know what I mean? Like It was just (laughs) nice to have some help, a little more help, I feel like, from the opponent. We've gotten some help from the opponent, I guess, but not quite as much as yesterday. So thank you. Not nearly uh, enough in uh, literally every game until this one. Uh, I mentioned the midweek talk through episode of this show that comes out each and every Thursday. Our past guests uh, have included people with some unique experiences in the NFL that translate directly to what the Panthers are going through. We also talk to people that watch the games just like us. Uh, this week, Bomani Jones, our buddy, is uh, my guest. Just relaunched his podcast through Wave Sports and Entertainment. I asked him, Lauren, he does not have, even though he shares a company with Travis Kelsey, has mm-hmm. no extra insight that the rest of us do not on Travis and Taylor. 
And in my house, that is very big topic of conversation. Oh, I, I understand. I've, <laughs> I did a deep dive on Taylor Swift uh, this past weekend. So I feel like I'm caught up, except for on like the goings on in her personal yeah. life. That's where I'm still extremely behind. Like, I don't. I told, uh, I told Joe Ovius that he and I need to record a full track by track um, evaluation of 1989 Taylor's version. I would do that. Uh, because it is straight. I mean, it's it, now the original 1989. Oh, I think it's a perfect pop album. Yes. And so the 100%. And so the Taylor's version, I flew to Ohio this weekend. It might have been the only thing it uh, played in my headphones the entire time. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Believe me. Uh, all right. So the midweek talk through each and every Thursday, same places you get this show, unless you are watching on origin sports. Lauren, you mentioned this earlier. I think the question has to be asked because we have, we have very good listeners, listeners that are our friends, listeners yeah. that will do the things that we don't always have time to do. Somebody needs to look up and find out if Eddie Pinheiro is the first person to get a game ball in the same game where he missed an extra I point. actually think that not he probably is not only not the first, but maybe not even the first Panther. Because you know who used to miss extra points a lot randomly? Graham Gano. Mm. Like, he would he'd nail, like, a 57-yard right. field goal, and then he'd hook an extra. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, what what's happening here? Right. Like, that was so frustrating, because, like, I and this was before, too, they made him a little tougher. And yeah. it was like, dude, please don't. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, so probably not even the first Panther Very fair. to do that because a lot of times Graham Gano was getting the only points they ever had. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. Now, for people who this might be their first episode of the show, I am a Panthers fan for as long as Bryce Young is their starting quarterback. Lauren Brownlow has been down with the team since day one. Uh, she lives and dies with this team, which means she has risen from I've, the grave I've multiple died a times. a lot of times. How do you feel? I mean, look, this team needed a win and the first win of the season when you're this deep into the season, you take it however it comes to you. But how do you feel about winning mostly on field goals? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I was, I will say this. I was mad about the missed extra point more so than I normally would have been right. because at that point in the game, I had been literally begging them to score a touchdown. Yeah. I would, they had come close, too close. And then messed it up. And I'm like, please, like teams do it every day. Can you please just take the ball into the well, goal line the area part. for six points? I'm begging you. It, it, here's the other part of that, too, is as much as the Texans seem to be on an upswing, there's still the Houston Texans. Like it right. was you and I probably had the same thought, even though I don't think we texted this back and forth. Like that missed extra point could have been the difference in the game. Oh, 100 and, oh. It was going to be yes. if Pinero missed. No, the it field literally goal. was. Yeah. Like it was I, I was I was annoyed even more so because it was like the catharsis of finally getting a touchdown right uh, somebody compared the carolina panthers like they pointed out that the panthers are cats to me i think it was J <laughs> jameson on twitter i just cracked me up because he, he like sent me gifs of cats like knocking stuff off the yeah. counter and that's essentially what that was the panthers doing to me in that moment <laughs> missing the extra point it's like oh you like that touchdown yeah. All right, I'm going to knock off your favorite vase and shatter it everywhere. This was... Uh, Hope you like that. This was the best <laughs> opponent to have that kind of game against because yeah, the apparently. numbers offensively were not great. I mean, we're still talking about the Panthers now. This is still a team that only picked up 3.7 yards per play. I, let me tell you, in the second half, there was a long stretch of time there where I thought they would not get another first down. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Fortunately, the Texans only had about 4.1 yards per play, so that really never gave them the opportunity to put distance. Uh, I want to give Chuba Hubbard all the credit Ugh. in the world 
But man, they still are not getting very many yards no. on the ground. 1.8 yards per carry. But but more than that, the total number of yards was somewhere in the area of like 45 for this game. Yeah. And because of... Even so, it was... Here's the thing, though. I hear you on that, and you're right. Yeah. However, how often compared did Chuba compare to Miles Sanders when he got the ball in first down, how often was he able to get like three or four well, yards? Agreed. And that's the thing that's ma- it makes a big difference. And there was a, there was a fourth down play that they went for that. They started Chuba a little bit further back mm-hmm. and that gave him the opportunity to build up a real head of steam yeah. running in. And I don't think that was a matter of Thomas. Well, Thomas Brown's a running back. He understands how this works better than Frank. Reck. Like I saw that happen. It was like, why have we not been doing that? Like right. when Chuba Hubbard is in, he looks mad. He looks like yes. He's he looks like like you know how like when they're running the bulls or whatever, yeah. or like or when there there's like a bullfighting. I don't know. I I've never been to Spain. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're but getting they're getting the bulls all mad like behind the fence, yeah. and then they let. It reminded me of that. He was like he was just charging, and he he like just he just laid it all out there. Like yeah, he and Frankie Louvu, it's similar in this way. You just see two guys that like are doing everything in their physical power to win you. <laughs> a football game you know what i mean and that is what i think endears them so much to me when when guys play like that both of them played like that and i've seen a lot of that out of both of them all season and that's why i'm very happy to see more of them and hope we continue to uh lauren brownlow have you looked at the box score for this game no okay god no who had the second most carries for the panthers uh blackshear uh bryce young Oh, well, 15 for Chuba. He had some four nice, for Young. That was the he other did. thing. He had a few nice like scrambling slash running moments yep. when, you know, when he had more than a, a second and a half. Yeah. <laughs> after the play started. Uh, All right. Number three. If Bryce was number two. Okay. Blackshear was number three. Yeah. With that, three carries. That's what I. Yeah. Oh, wow. I felt like maybe they got him the ball uh, in the past game as well, too, though. So yes. maybe that's what I was. And then also he had some really nice returns. So I was happy yep. with that as well. I'm like. Huh, imagine that. So positive yardage on returns. That's so here's cool. my question for yeah. you. Miles Sanders had two carries. Miles Sanders was not targeted it? on a screen totally. in the backfield. I'm terrible. Yeah. LaVisca Chenault was out for this game. Right. What happens when LaVisca comes back I don't to know. Miles Sanders? You're paying him a lot of money, and you and I both agree that well, doesn't mean you have to give him X number of carries if he's not producing. No. Sorry you but, missed on it. it doesn't but mean does you have Dave to... Pepper believe that? I don't care. I mean, I, well, I care because his <laughs> well, opinion is the only one of the three of us that I matters. I know. He got booed. Yes, so he did. I you know, wasn't... Not happy to see that. How do you? How do you? By the way, on the day that Sam Mills is going into the Ring of Honor, have that ceremony include booze? Only Dave Tepper. Yeah, no, I, literally. I, I want to make this clear. I'm not blaming the fans. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. Dave no, Tepper has to know the, better than be on the field. That's the thing. Like, well, no, he doesn't because he thinks like we all. Again, you know what he thinks of us. He sure. thinks we are all dumb. <laughs> well, Hopefully, he's learning. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> I, yeah, no, but I get what you're saying about the money and whatever. That's cool. You, if I'm the coach, I just go back and go, okay, you want to, I mean, right. you, do, do you like all the losing? Because yeah. that's something we can get back to. If I mean, that's... look, Washington did it when Robert Griffin III was not better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, Seattle did it when they paid all that money to Matt Flynn and Russell Wilson overwhelmed. Uh, oh, them in, that was so funny. In camp that year. I mean, I very impressive. The Flynn contract. Oh boy, I needed a little laugh today. Thank that, you. by the way, was that contract the way you think most football fans realized? Oh, these contracts mean nothing because didn't they cut him? Yeah, they ended up cutting him. I mean, you get us like I think that's how everybody realized. Like, okay, you actually need to like have guaranteed money, in, right? Or else 
or, or else they're meaningless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, please take the time to like and subscribe to this show wherever it is you are consuming it. Um, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is. When you take time to leave us a review, and look, we're not obvious and Julio. I'm not afraid of the bad reviews. Be honest. But <laughs> if you want to give us five stars, wow, give us five stars. Shots fired. <laughs> well, listen, if you're oh making goodness. fun of the, if you're making fun of me for enjoying Star Wars. Right, I made fun of you, not them. Well, no, that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm not afraid of them. I'm a little afraid of them. Uh, but anyway, take the time to like and subscribe and leave a comment too. That tells the algorithm that Young Gun is something it should be suggesting to other football fans, and that helps more people find the show and helps us get to do more episodes. All right, Brownlow. Uh, it was the much anticipated number one versus number two matchup. Ugh. And by the way, like we totally overlooked this last week. Totally forgot that pick number three was in this game too. Well, he plays on defense. Yeah, so yeah no one right. cares. So it doesn't matter. Um, number he, one. Somehow he's the one that has the least impact on, <laughs> right? the, on the quarterback battle, although he literally can. Yes. Whatever. I, uh, number one versus number two. Yeah. There was another quarterback that went before Will Levis, but based on the regular talking points of quarterback conversations, I believe we are obligated now to call Will Levis the best oh, rookie sure. quarterback. Isn't that how it goes? In the NFL. 19 of 28 for 238 yards and four touchdowns as Levis leads the Titans over the Falcons 28 to 23. I mean, look, you do have to tip your hat because it was all awesome. the things. It was a cool moment for not him. Not only was it a cool thing for him, like, I watched him a lot at Kentucky mm -hmm. and watching him at Kentucky. I found myself wondering when the draft started, the draft process started, mm. what are all these people talking about? Yeah. What I'm, I'm with you on that, to be honest, whenever I watched him, which was probably not as much as yeah, you yeah, even, yeah. but I was just like, I don't, don't get it. I mean, he was good. He was good at yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, he was fine. not, there was, you had to be a fool or just desperately wanting a white quarterback to go in round one I mean, to think that he was on par with certainly Bryce and C.J. Stroud. I also, by the way, to be fair, don't know what people saw in Anthony Richardson. I oh, think, I didn't either. I think he will be good with yeah, the no, NFL those, season. Those were the two that I was like, please don't draft those two. <laughs> like, that was my only thing. Yeah. And, you know, I get what people see in Anthony Richardson, and that's fine if it works out. Like, awesome for all sure. of y'all. However, I just didn't want that. I, don't I didn't see need that people, level of risk in my life, personally. I don't see what people with a top four pick in the NFL draft see in that, Anthony Richardson. I mean, that was my point. But you know how it is with quarterbacks. Yeah. It's like, you're going top three or you're going, like, third round. It's stupid. So... Along those lines of, you know, how it is with quarterbacks. What does this game do for the narrative of Bryce versus CJ Stroud? Because I, I think it is fair to say they are going to be linked in the of mind course. of the general public for a long time. You know what I think it should do to anyone who watched it is it should kind of give you a little dose of reality. Certainly, I would hope as to what Bryce Young has been. Doing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, literally, there were times where he, yes, did should he have gotten rid of the ball some? A hundred percent. Yes. Like he need, and you know, mm -hmm. the O-line's bad. Like you got to make a decision yeah. quick or it's, or you're, you're getting hit, man. And right. those hits add up. So maybe get rid of it. Like whatever. It's fine. But at the same time, like if you watch that and didn't think like, wow, he has like no time to do anything. And how have they done literally? And oh, wait, they haven't won a game. That makes sense. Yes. Like, literally the first drive of the game. I texted you this too. I was like, this is a microcosm of what Bryce's season has been to this point yeah. in, a, in, a, in a sense, because Bryce Young had no shot at making that series viable in any way it's, from the moment, almost from the moment it started. But certainly like on the first play, they let up a sack. Yeah. Because of our uh, affinity for this team and for Bryce Young, respectively, uh, we have been, I think, rightfully a little bit 
protective, if not standoffish, of the group well, that wants don't. to declare that he is a bust. Yeah. Already. I, don't, I just think it, I don't like quarter. I don't like lazy quarterback. Narratives. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with don't. you 100 percent. And I think if you look at this game, not to take away from Bryce's first win and leading a comeback drive, I don't want to do that at all. But on both sides of this game, it was defined by good defenses taking advantage of where the offense's weakness was. Yeah. Houston racked up sacks against the Panthers. Yes. The Panthers racked up pass breakups against Houston. Yep. You know, I mean, I think you have to give the defenses a lot of credit in this game. And even with that said, there will be a segment of the population that now believes Bryce is somehow redeemed. Uh, right. from, not, the, well, from the from you know the CJ Stroud hot start. Bryce said it himself after the game. He was just like, don't do like basically like this doesn't we don't play each other. Like we, yeah. we're not we're not going head to head. Like this, no. You know, he's a great player. He's gonna have a he's had a great, you know, really good year. Like mm -hmm. he's gonna and they're really good friends. Like they talked for right. like 10 minutes after the game. I mean, how many times did we hear? Oh, they've been playing each other since eighth grade. Right. <laughs> and so like that was cool to see him like, you know taking up for his, his buddy yep. because, and he's right like and it would have been true no matter who won you know you, i mean i i said that coming into this game i was yep. like this is a dumb way to talk about it they don't play against each other like you know how about see let's see jay stroud go out there and try getting hit every time he drops back and see how much different he looks than bryce young like problem probably yeah. not a whole lot i mean it's also fair to say like obviously we're at the beginning of a long journey probably for both of these guys yeah. right they're gonna how have much bad of, games great yes. games like everything in between and how much of this panthers offer do you think is going to be there from year to year to year with uh, with Bryce going I forward? Hope, they're going to I be hope, pieces. I hope not as much of it. No. Right, exactly. They're going to be pieces, but <laughs> yeah. it's probably going to be Ikea Kwanu. I know. <sighs> Deep exhale, everybody. I don't, I don't know how to talk about this because I love Ikea so much and I loved watching that guy. In I mean, I'm happy to talk about it because I do not at I, this point. I think that there's talk about like, and there was talk about this when he was drafted that yeah. he's better off at guard. He's better as a run blocker than a pass mm -hmm. blocker. And I think you see some of that. You totally, there was, a, there was a, uh, there was a, gosh, I wish I could remember the play, but there was a play where um, not Anderson, but the, the end that was on the other side got around Icky Aquanu and mid play Icky threw his hands up. Oh. And it, that was pure frustration. It was not him not knowing what to do, but he threw his hands up as if, you know, you can't even just take a penalty for a block in the back there to avoid your quarterback getting hit. Exactly. If I recall, I Bryce mean, got rid of the ball, but he still took a hard hit on that play. Yeah, and contrast it with Chuba, like throwing his body in harm's way <laughs> yes. towards the end and just getting absolutely <laughs> laid out to protect Bryce. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. I mean, just right in my heart, like putting his body I, on the I'm, line for him. I'm glad you said that, Lauren. It. it was the same play. It yeah. was we're talking about the exact same play. I just forgot oh, the tuba and, and yeah, covered still got element. Hit, but he yep. he would have it would yeah. worse. That's one of those plays that you were talking about yeah. where you got to get rid of the ball quicker. Pal. Yes, 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 yeah. hundred percent. And Icky, I think it it was Icky on the first sack of the game. I mean, mm -hmm. he he got his lunch eaten all day. He I mean, did. this was his worst game I've ever seen him play in the NFL. It wasn't really that close, and it's fine. Like you know, like we said, Bryce didn't play amazingly either necessarily. I get it, but at the same time, I think it's just frustrating for me and for a lot of people because it's like. This was the first round left tackle pick. Yeah. And it's not he at least the at reason, left tackle, it's not working. No, he is the reason you felt good about trading up to number one for yeah. a franchise quarterback. Yes. You had the you tackle. Thought you in had place. Your, and I don't know, like maybe some people are saying, Oh, it's, we've seen the science since last year. I don't remember. And maybe yeah. I just I mean, I admittedly I don't know probably enough about O line play sure. to be able to diagnose that. But I, I remember thinking he got better and better as the year went on and mm -hmm. being fine with him and the way he was playing. But you know. 
Um, it's uh, it looks like he still can't see people either. Yes, agreed. That's, like the first play, it looked like he lost somebody. Like he well, he wasn't looking at the guy. Yeah, and I'm like. We need to get the sun visor off. <laughs> uh, before we go, and I don't even know if though helped that much, though, and even though I did start this segment out by saying I don't see what people saw in Anthony Richardson to be a top four pick in this, uh, I in this see class. what they saw. I just don't know why. It's it, it's a riskier thing than sure. I would be willing to do personally. That being said, it is disappointing that we will not see in back to back weeks uh, Bryce oh, yeah. go against CJ Stroud and then go against Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that would have been fun. Uh, it is the Colts coming up next week. Please be sure and take oh, time boy. to... Frank Reichbull. Oh, I didn't even think yes. about that aspect of it. <laughs> oh, you throw Col- out the records. Colts fans are the Panthers what ne- what the Panthers fans had been to Nebraska before Absolutely. we all just have went away quietly and it's... not saying anything until <laughs> Matt Rule starts acting like Matt Rule again. Yeah, well, give it time. I will. I know. <laughs>